Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast, Nick and JP, September 20th, right in Monday Night Football with the Packers and the Lions, coming off of just another fantastic week of NFL football, fantasy football, week two. It was crazy. JP, how's it going, man? It's going great. Uh, this week, not so good as last week. Um, I've got uh, two out of three losses, so that's not the best. But for your uh, for your DFS or for your for your fantasy for your season longs for, for season long. Ah, oh, two out of three. That's okay. We can bounce back from that. It was a hard yeah. one for me as well. Specifically, this waiver fire league. I have dropped to zero and two, but I want to make a statement. So this, you know, this league is longer. This is the longest longest season fantasy wise of all time. We've got the extra game and let's not go into tilt mode. Or if you're two and oh, do not get sleepy. Don't get comfortable. Yeah. We've got to keep grinding. You know, I I'm a two Oh in a league, but both of those games have come down. There've been basically 10 point differences. So I am not resting on my heels and uh, it's time to work, man. It's time to make some trades on people who are tilting which I did not tease it to you pre-pod. I did make um, a pretty massive trade that I'm interested in your feedback on. And one of the guys who's 0-2 in that main league of mine basically traded a ton of his rosters. And they're not all bad. I think it's an interesting move that he made. So we can talk about that if we have some time. And uh, let's get to it, man. Let's, uh, let's keep grinding. Let's keep winning. Let's bounce back from our losses if we can. But it was a crazy weekend in football. I mean, it was wild. Lots of lots of last second wins and was there any piece of the NFL Sunday that uh that was memorable to you or your favorite part fantasy or just NFL wise oh man there's a lot i guess there was a time i just i just my dude cooper cup just keeps being oh. the fucking <laughs> monster just a he's like the terminator out there um love that my guy pick i think we should do like a critique of the ballers my guys one episode i i'm down for that i was thinking actually today should we go ahead and do a little check-in on our own my guys but it's still early like i want to give you your praise for I cooper cup I, because i think i was, had like iuke but like you did you did so let's give that some time to marinate he's so still did, so did a, a lot of people <laughs> A lot of people really believed in Ayuk. Like I had Trey Sermon. Me. I had Trey I Sermon. I had I had plenty of I had so I, I actually did look at it and, and just do a quick thing. I mean, I had like 10 my guys, really, but I'm about 50-50 at this point. Let's it's still too early to to really take any victory laps. I mean, Cooper Cup, you've gotta love that's that's working for you. Holy shit, lighting the league I mean, on was, fire. That was the only guy that I was really just like yeah about. you put your stamp on him we were like should we do we need to fight over anybody and you're like well you just can't have cooper cup he's my little baby and i was like damn okay i don't really want him but whew, you have been right so far please avoid injury cooper cup pretty please but uh yeah man that's fantastic we should definitely do a little recapper on my guys maybe give it you know maybe we after week four we'll come back we'll talk shit about the the ballers or praise them and our own um, but damn, it was a crazy weekend. I mean, the Ravens Chiefs on Sunday night, <laughs> everybody thought that the Chiefs, I mean, the Ravens just lost to the Raiders who, oh, 
I do need to apologize to the Raiders for a whole offseason. I thought they would start 0-5 and, and be, you know, in the doghouse. They have beaten Baltimore and now the Steelers. And wow, the Raiders, you have earned my respect, man. You really have. It's incredible. But so the people did not think the Ravens, even at home, could was actually on the road. Part, uh, no, at home, at home to the Chiefs. They hosted the Chiefs. Crazy game back and forth. Yeah. Lamar just putting it on his back, hauling left and right, doing spin moves to get the extra yard. It was so nasty. You know, it was sad that my boy Clyde ended up, you know, choking the game away on a fumble. That really hurts. But the game as an NFL fan was amazing. Huh. It was a great one. You know, my my Vikings unfortunately fell in, in terrifying fashion, missing a, a last second field goal that hurt. Rams had a pretty gritty road win at Indianapolis. That was kind of, you know, that was a tough one. I thought the Rams would blow them out, but you know, traveling across the country is always hard. And the Colts played them hard, so it was a good game. And then the Titans going into Seattle. The Titans. After getting blown out in the season opener at home to the Cardinals, which the Cardinals are legit, at least the offense, but literally getting decimated, they go into Seattle. Seattle is winning most of the things. So you think, okay, Seattle is finally going to get to do what they want to do. Derrick Henry did this. Derrick Henry did it. Derrick Henry did this. Derrick Henry said. mm -hmm. I was listening to the game. I didn't hear. I didn't see it. Every single time, it just kept being like, Derrick Henry just got a pass. Yes. Derrick Henry just Six got receptions. Pass. Six receptions. Derrick Henry just got eight yards. Derrick Henry <laughs> just got six yards. And then I'm just hearing all the all of these three touchdowns. I'm just like, holy shit. He's it was just, insane. He's just running down the field. You don't have to throw. You are, but you don't have to. It was beast, man. It was beast. Like the Seahawks are up, whatever, 21 14 or whatever. They're in the lead. It's not by much. It was a close game, but they're in the lead. And you think, okay, the Seahawks can finally do what they want to do. They can ground and pound. And they just got it taken right back in their face. Derrick Henry just wore them out, stiff armed left and right. And, and he's just a freak, man. He was playing pissed off from last week, I assume. He's just a different animal and everybody picking, you know, Zeke ahead of him, which happened in my league and in a few, you know, you're regretting Whoa. it. You're hurting. You're wow. hurting. Um, Zeke had a fine game, but Derek Henry I literally. I can't imagine t- picking Zeke over him. <laughs> yep. Well, you'd think maybe in a full PPR, Zeke would get more action. Now Derek Henry's apparently a PPR beast. What in the world? 42 points or whatever. It was awesome. Who's who's a PPR beast when you're getting all of those touchdowns? What's happening? Well, we we all for we all forgot that you always play him in DFS, and we all got burned this week. You're right. I'm sure nobody was playing him. Absolutely not. And you know, you had uh, you had their O lineman leave, so there was some hesitation, and then he comes out week one and kind of lays an egg, and you think, oh. You know, we were right. Like, the line's just not there. This team's not there. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It's so nasty. It's so nasty. And I love it because Derrick Henry is one of the best players to watch on uh, on Sundays. Like, he's just the most fun player. He looks yep. so monstrous. And he he swats people away like they're little babies. 
And it's awesome. Um, you know, while my boy George Kittle, who's really one of my favorite players to watch, you know, he's just not getting it done. It's sad to see. At least we can have Derrick Henry just doing his thing. It's it's just fantastic. All right. So I what I, I did do, so you know, the my guys, let's let's let, let them settle. But I do want to do just a little check-in on who are the top players through these first two weeks. And and we can do a little commentary on, you know, do we think it's legit or not, or if it's just couple big plays or whatnot, but I wanted you to guess. So I've kind of covered them up and I've got top five quarterbacks, top five running backs, wide receivers, et cetera. We don't have to go through all of them. If it gets a little tedious, but starting yeah. at quarterback who, uh, who flashes in your head as the top five. Uh, Kyler is QB one. Kyler is, is doing what he does best lighting up the league through the air and, you know, with his legs 70 points through two games, averaging 35 points. Oh, baby. This is what we were all wanting, man. When when I put him as the QB1 over Patrick Mahomes, over Josh Allen, this is what you're looking for, man. I was nervous because he, he was coming off that injury from last year, but he just looks electric. He has all the weapons. Uh, their defense is, you know, their defense did fine against uh, Tennessee, but it's, it's really not a good defense, and they're going to be in shootouts, and you just love to see it. You just absolutely love to see it. So I think I think both of us would say that that's completely legit. Maybe not 35 points, of course, but legit top three quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, who else do you think is flagging up there in the top? All right, number two, is it Tom Brady? Yep. You don't have to say two. You can say top five. You know what? I actually – so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to to turn away from the dock because I don't remember I don't remember which which players are in each spot. So go ahead and, and switch off the dock and let me know when you've done that. Switch off the dock. Okay, yeah. I'm not looking. All right, Tom Brady is number two. You absolutely nailed it. You are two for two. Two for two. So Kyler had seventy. Tom Brady only has fifty nine. So 11-point difference over the number two quarterback. But Tom Brady, touchdown Tom, just going nasty, just going absolutely nuclear with the, in the, with the titties and cannot be stopped. So it's fantastic. Nice call. Yeah, I, knew I, also, think that, I also think that one is totally legit. I think he could yeah. throw – he could break the touchdown record this year. Yeah. All right, who else are you feeling at quarterback? I'm trying to think about who else has been balling out. Mm. Um, is it Lamar Jackson and Russell Lam- Wilson? Lamar is there. Lamar is number four. Russell Wilson does not crack the, the top five. I don't know. I think he was probably six or seven. Like he's doing very, very well, but he does not crack it. Lamar at 52 points is number four. Oh, oh Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is doing fantastic as well. Drafted number one in most leagues and he is at number three he's doing fantastic 58 points right behind tom brady neck and neck with tom brady who do you think is number five there's a fifth one and i'll give you a hint that it is it is unbelievably surprising to me okay it's shocking to me actually is it it's a really long name is it Teddy Bridgewater? It's not a really long name because I, I added some text afterwards. <laughs> no, I don't. Not Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Let's see. I guess. Um, 
Who's putting up big points right now? I would have no. never thought in a million years. It's definitely not Jack. Is it Sam Darnold? It's not. That's that's along the lines though. That's actually like I would say that there's comparable quarterbacks. It's not Sam Darnold. Let me see. Think. Let me think if I can give you a teaser. Mm. Oh, he was a uh, he was a top ten draft pick. I think two years ago. Ten draft pick two years ago. Oh man, that's a tough one. All right, should I just reveal? Uh, sure, yeah. Daniel Jones is oh, a top sorry. five fantasy quarterback through two weeks, man. Lord. Unbelievable. 51 Please. points <laughs> right behind Lamar Jackson. And he plays Atlanta this week. Like, if you if you don't have Daniel Jones on your streaming radar this week, you're crazy. I would if I'm struggling, if I if I've been doing that Kirk Cousins thing and been really happy, I do not mind hopping over Daniel Jones and filling in a week because versus Atlanta, he should be fantastic again. So he just does so much with his legs. It's crazy. Daniel yeah, Jones. He gets points. Unbelievable. All right, let's swap over to running back. Are you? Ooh, what are you, a pass. Did you see oh, that? Oh, deep to Devontae. It's just perfect. He doesn't even have to extend. He just keeps going and then just buttery hands. That was an unbelievable catch. Unbelievable pass. Wow. And Rodgers. Although, to be honest, if you had a bet saying that the Lions would be leading 17-14 at the half, <laughs> the ball's on you, man. I thought, thought the Lions were going to get blown out here, but Packers' defense just looking trash. All right, let's see. Are you are you on the dock, or can I reveal these? Are you off the dock? Um, I am off the dock. All right, here. Call out some, some running backs that you think made top five. This is full PPR, by the way. CMC. CMC number two, 52.4. Just the one touchdown so far, but just doing his PPR dankness. Number two. Number two. Uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has been fantastic. He did not crack the top five, though, surprisingly. I think he's been very consistent, but uh, hasn't been explosive. All right. Um Cook? Cook is there. Yep. Man, we'll get to the injuries in a little bit, but uh, Dalvin Cook just cannot play a game without looking like he's shattered both legs and still somehow just be totally okay. Yep, Dalvin Cook's number four with 37 points. He's doing fantastic in PPR. Mm. Come on, let's see. Is Chubb up there? Chubb is in there. Chubb is number three, even in full PPR. He's getting the touchdowns. He's an absolute beast, 39 points. Fantastic. You have to love having Nick Chubb. Even though he's seeding a lot of work to Cream Hunt, he is completely powering through and looking excellent. Mm. Number one, still there. Still don't get number one. 
when a man puts up a, a 42 point week, you got to expect him to be up there. Oh, Derek. Derek sitting, King Henry sitting up top after just the absolute monster week. Holy crap. Yep. 58 points through two. And then number five, it's, I guess it's a little surprising. He hasn't done like fantastic. He, he's got 34 points through two weeks. So he's only averaged 17 points in full PPR, but he, he's doing well. Number five. Yeah. Had a bounce back in the receptions that you would expect from this player this week. Oh, uh, Eckler. Yep, Eckler bounced back from his zero receptions. He had, he had no receptions. And then what did he have this week? Did he have like six or eight receptions? Something crazy. Quite a few, yeah, sure. In that really he upsetting, in that really upsetting, uh, you know, fantasy game between the Cowboys and the Chargers, you everybody. I mean, when I played daily fantasy, you know, two out of three of my opponents, we all had Amari Cooper. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, CD Lamb, and it, the fireworks did not show up, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, Eckler, Eckler had nine receptions. Oh my goodness, fantastic! All right, well, here's where you get to take a little bit of a victory lap in your wide receiver uh, top five. Cooper Cup number one. Cooper Cup number one, just a beast. The the target hog in an incredible offense. 60 points through two weeks in PPR. Nasty. Nasty. Mm. Let's Well, I hate to say it, but the most productive dude and besides him has been it's a guy I was really down on. And Oh, and, it hurts, right? Yeah. Somewhere on this list is Tyler Lockett. It's Tyler Lockett is number two. We were all fading him. Jason of the Ballers was convincing me, but I, I did not get any pieces. He is right behind Cooper at 58 points. Oh my God, he's just lighting it up. Russell Wilson is hitting him deep and he is still having yak. Tyler Lockett is locked in. And we've seen it before, though. Like, if there's one player on this top five that I don't believe or at least will fade, you've got to think Tyler Lockett's going to fade, man. We've just seen it every year with these spurts and then he'll just die, right? Like, he's just going to crush you because you're going to get so. I mean, has he really been in your lineup? At, I mean, probably this week, but. Week one, I don't know if he was in a lot of lineups. And now you're getting addicted. I should have played him on on DFS. I agree. I agree. He was right there, but it's just hard to trust. But from now on, I mean, he's going to be an expensive option in DFS for sure. But those two are neck and neck, just tearing the league up. It's not even close at number three. The next, the next, uh, you know, three through five, they've had monster games. They're doing well, but they're not that electric. Um, oh, I know Tyreek was really off this week. He had yep. kind of a poop 
week, but yeah, week did. one was his week one was like four thirty-eight. It was in the thirties. He he's probably number five, but his week two was so bad that he did not make this cut. Another player on this um, list had a terrible week two as well, but his week one was just so unbelievable that he's still on here. Oh, did Cooper had like 40, right? Amari Cooper had like 40 points week one and then four this past week. He's still on the top four. five. <laughs> just um, sick. Yep. Amari Cooper's number five. I guess. Did Hopkins like barely not make it? Hopkins didn't make it. No, he's been consistent, but uh, yeah, didn't have the monsters. Thielen. Thielen is there. Yep, after all the touchdowns, he is there. He's just come right back. Everybody thought touchdown regression. I guess not. He's just a touchdown god. I don't no, know the last one. The last I one just, really the last one really must make your Brandon Ayuk pick hurt even more. Oh uh, no. Debo. It's Debo. Debo sitting at 48 points, just doing everything we always wanted Ayuk to do. All right. Tight end's a little less sexy. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Travis I'll just go ahead and read them out. It's not as I mean, everybody knows Travis Kelsey is just the absolute god. Gronk is surprising, but you would have guessed that. I mean, touchdowns left and right. He's beasting it right now. I think that will fade. I think he's going to have some dead weeks where he doesn't get two touchdowns. He'll get a couple receptions, but Gronk Gronk's going to be more hit or miss than you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade for Gronk because he would cost you so much, and I just don't believe in it. Um, but this does give me a chance to talk about. The monster trade I made in my in my main league. I'm interested in your thoughts. So this is a 10-team league. So most rosters are pretty stacked. Most benches are pretty good. Like even your worst play on your bench is like, I don't know, a decent piece. You know, in 12 teams, you'd be surprised that that's your last player, you know. So I have a great team in my opinion. I'm 2-0. I had uh, at running back, I have CMC. Clyde, which kind of hurts, Chris Carson, and uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. So the guy who's 0-2 has Travis Kelsey, and I really wanted Travis Kelsey, and he needed running back. So I was like, mm, which of these running backs? I, I know Daryl Henderson had the, the injury, but I still believe in him. And Chris Carson was coming off of two touchdowns and only 30 yards. I just don't know if I fully believe in Chris Carson. So I gave up Chris Carson and another player who's been lighting up the league, Hollywood Brown for Travis Kelsey. Do you think I overpaid? (laughs) What? Do you think I underpaid? Yeah, for sure. Chris Carson and Hollywood Brown? Yeah, that's like uh, Chris Carson and like something you wipe your ass with. Dude, Hollywood Brown is more legit than that. But but I think that I, I'm very excited how it worked out. I mean, I am a little bummed that, boy, if Daryl Henderson is, is hurt, it, it leaves me with Clyde and CMC, and Clyde is, you know, it hurts. But in any sort of, you know, reception, bonus league, PPR, or whatever, wide receivers can, can make up the ground. Your RB2 is 
running backs are more people act very desperate, but you really don't need a smash because you can have PPR, you know, you can have JD McKissick or whatever. So I was pretty happy with that. Kelsey is going to be just so excited to have on my team. And then, you know, Darren Waller is doing amazing. Hawkins Hawkinson is in the top five and this is before tonight's game. So Hawkinson could be moving up to the number one spot. He has been, unbelievable and if you got him in the sixth round or whatever you are just loving life with hawkinson and then noah fan noah fan cracks the top five after his great week two performance i think that's totally legit you know you and i were on him for dfs you know playing the jaguars but also being that focal point after jerry judy and it was the Cortland sutton show but Fant was definitely involved and got the titty so i think Fant is more legit oh my gosh hawkinson is just He's untouchable, man. He is so electric, and his hands have gotten so much better since last year. And Goff, of course, loves that dump route. Hawkinson was just that, – that makes so much sense. His draft capital made so much sense. I wish I had gotten more pieces of him, to be honest. But I now I, got, see, I want to see how well Goff does tonight. Goff is definitely fantasy relevant, for sure. With the way they're having to play from behind, Goff is absolutely fantasy relevant. And then I and then I just teased out a bunch of underperformers that I thought we could talk about. I mean, we're going to get into our new segment, What's That Smell, where we're talking about, you know, what are the whiffs coming off of, oh, geez. Okay, never mind. You know, to, to just get a little, what, what's ruminating when you think about a player? What, what, what vibes, what, what vapors are you picking up off of players? But I did want to talk about underperformers through two weeks. Who would you say are some of the players who have been most um, disappointing through two weeks? I don't have a ton of them. Mm. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's really harsh, but I, I thought he was so – I don't know. That one's – that one's so intense. He didn't even make my list, but yeah, that's probably number one. That probably really should be number one, like the draft capital and like the idea that you might, you might be trying to like put him on waivers because he's just killing you. So yeah, he's absolutely should be on this list. How's miles Sanders doing? Oh, Sanders is doing okay. I think he's averaging like 10 points a game. He, he's been totally fine. Mara had a good week one, but a bad week two. Yeah, that that doesn't make the cut for me. I mean, you're you're nervous, you're scared, but you got that week one. I don't think you're gonna be too upset just yet. Um, you want to be? You're probably a little nervous, but I don't think you're feeling burnt like some of these other players. I'm really not loving Gaskin this week. Gaskin coming into this week, or like this coming week, you don't want to be playing him. Or both. No, like the first week was okay. It was like 10, 15 points or something. But this week after Tua went out, that was like five. So that was yeah. Kind of Once Tua went out um, and Brissette came in, it did really hurt. But, um, I mean, they've played the, they played the Patriots and the Bills, and those are legit. So it is hard to, to go up against it. I'm looking at Gaskin's stats. We so have about 50 yards. He had five receptions, so he ended up with over 10 points week mm. one. Oh, I know. George Kittle. George Kittle's definitely there, man. That that really hurts. He only has 12 PPR points so far in, through two weeks. 
Ah, oh, George Kittle. Like you spent a, a third round, maybe even a second round if you got a little crazy. George Kittle has been hurting you. And like I said, he's one of my favorite players, man. It just stinks that you can't get involved right now. Um, let's see, there's got to be a running back. Yeah, a couple running backs. CH, obviously. Yeah, Clyde is there. Clyde is, has hurt to own. I mean, of course, it's not just the fumble. It's the lack of touchdown, lack of pass catching. He's basically a 50-yard a player with, with the dream of getting a touchdown at some point. It really hurts with Clyde right now. I think you got to hold strong and hope that it bounces back, but Clyde might be a bench, you know? Clyde might be a bench towards the second half of the season, and that would just be painful for a – Second, what's, third round uh, pick. What's up with uh what's up with Jonathan Taylor? Is he doing all right? Jonathan Taylor's okay. Um, I think he had a he's gotten some pass catching work. He's got enough receptions in PPR to be fine. I think he even got a touchdown already. So you're James okay. Robinson. James Robinson's absolutely there. 17 points in two games for PPR, full PPR. He is he is getting shut down and they're going through the air. They are, they are looking to Marvin Jones. James Robinson is just – I just don't think he's that good. I, mean, I know he showed a lot of spirit and a lot of skill last year, but I just don't think he's that good, and he's not being able to overcome this completely awful team. So, James about, Robinson uh, – Yep. What about Galladay? Galladay is there. That one hurts. I, I, think, I think we all saw it coming as that injury lingered. I think he will um, – begin to build that rapport and earn his money through the season. I don't think you're dropping him. Um, I don't think you're necessarily trading for him. I mean, I guess if you can throw a little, a little, I don't know, somebody who's doing really well, really well, uh, but you don't believe in, like maybe you try to package trade to get Galladay on the cheap, but uh, we'll talk about his teammate in our, what's that smell. But I think that the changing of the guard will happen sooner rather than later on Kenny Galladay. I think he's going to get involved, but he has been underwhelming. But he's been a player that, thankfully, I think you've been wise enough and had a, a late enough draft capital that that he should have been riding your bench for the past two weeks, anyways. Um, so it hasn't. I don't think you feel too burnt, but you you're hoping to see some production soon. All right. What about Gibson? Antonio Gibson. I don't think he, he didn't make this cut. I, I really actually don't know where he lands in total points so far. Um, yeah, I mean, you've been you've been disappointed with the lack of um, receiving work, but but he did not make my cut. Probably because there's one there's one running back who had even higher draft capital and has done absolutely nothing for you. Oh, well. Do we even have to talk about that guy? I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is too obvious. Saquon Barkley has just hurt so bad. I know that you were totally off of him and you were totally right. I didn't draft him anywhere either. Um, I probably would have pulled the trigger kind of at the middle of the second round and I still would have been pissed off. I know that all the pundits who were in were saying, hey, you know, it's going to be a second half beast run. I just don't know, man. I mean, he's just not getting involved at all. It's hard to see a bright future. You can't trade him. You can't get anything for him, um, I wouldn't think. But uh, Saquon has just burnt your ass. Yeah. 
And these these wide receivers that I put on here, besides Kenny Galladay, I mean, they haven't been terrible, but the draft capital on AJ Brown as a mm. you know second third round pick or something like that to only have twenty two points through through two weeks in full PPR when you see players like Julio and Derrick Henry on the team just looking fantastic. Ah, come on, NVS, get mm. there. I just added him to our our segment later. MVS or AJ Brown? AJ Brown. We need to talk about him. We need to talk about him. Let's save some of the juice for them. And Allen Robinson. You know, Allen Robinson. Uh, we uh, gave <laughs> what? Allen Robinson. Yeah, I love him. It's I to be know this year. I love it too. But but through the you know there was the in of course he came up against Jalen Ramsey week one like. I'll give him a little bit of pass there, but against the Bengals this week, like, I mean, I know that there was injury with Andy Dalton. And so there's kind of a impromptu changing of the quarterback, but, but Robinson, you're, you're a PPR God. You, you need to get it done. You need to be getting 13, 15 PPR points and to only have 20 through two weeks. It's I'm not happy. I don't think you're feeling completely burnt, but, and maybe he's a trade target, man. I mean, it's just scary because this Andy Dalton injury, it looks kind of serious. And so now you're bringing in the rookie and you just don't know, like Justin Fields ran 10 times for not much gain. The offense didn't do very well. And so now you combine not doing very well with Justin Fields is just going to pull the ball down and take off like kind of isn't great for Allen Robinson, but um, yeah, it makes me nervous. I'm, I'm upset. At quarterback, again, they haven't really burnt you, but with the draft capital on Josh Allen to only have 35 points right now, averaging 17 points when he was like the QB2 off the board, you've got to be a little pissed off. Like Kyler has double the points. And this is what I was saying, though. I mean, Josh Allen in the Bills, they had to do, I mean, what? They started in Miami. That's a tough one. Then they just had to play – um uh, I'm sorry. They started with the Steelers, then Miami. Like I, I said, that the the Bills are going to start off slow. And as much as I wasn't in on, well, Diggs has been fine. But as much as I wasn't in on Diggs or Allen this year, if you're not doing great at quarterback, I wouldn't mind trying to take a little stab at Josh Allen. Um, and even if you want to wait a week, they have to go. They have to play Washington next week. I know the Giants did well against Washington. But I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen through three weeks is looking very frustrating and, and you might be able to trade for him. So I think you're upset if you if you drafted Josh Allen so far. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, similar. You know, Ryan Tannehill did not have the draft capital, but you still draft him as a starter, and you probably started him both of the past two weeks, and he's probably burnt you both the, the past two weeks. So Josh Allen's Josh uh, Ryan Tannehill has been disappointing as well. And then just 15 points isn't the best. No, it's hurting 15 points per week. And then uh, I put Gasicki on here. I mean, Gasicki was drafted as a starter, but you've probably moved on by now and you have to like Gasicki just can't be in your lineups, particularly with Tua's um, Tua's injury. All right, let's uh, let me run through just the injuries from this week. Cause it was a tough week, man. It felt like every 10 minutes I was getting a sleep alert saying some key player was having a tough injury carding off the field it was it was rough and it it was but let's work through it and see you know what's the current update so Jarvis Landry knee injury 
probably serious, probably going to miss some weeks. Um, you know, Odell's been having his own thing. This wide receiver core is just in complete shambles. Um, if those two players are missing time, it's Donovan Peoples-Jones and it's Anthony Schwartz. It's Austin Hooper and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the passing game. I mean, they have they have enough pieces to fill it in, but Baker moves to completely untouchable, even in DFS. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Um, is like Anthony Schwartz worth a little stash, you know, at this point? He, he didn't do well this week. Like, it didn't matter that Jarvis was out of the game. Nobody stepped up in the passing game against Houston of all teams. But, uh, I mean, what are you feeling with this offense? Is it just kind of stay away from the pass catchers? Yeah, for sure. I guess so. I guess it's just go in on Chubb. And, you know, I thought Hunt was going to do better this week. He got a lot of touches but just couldn't get through the Houston defense, which isn't that's not great. Um, I think you still, you of course, hold on to Hunt. And I think, I think he's going to be playable more often than not. But uh, ugh, that was kind of frustrating. We talked about Tua. It's an ankle. It's probably serious. He's probably missing time. It's Jacoby Brissett. And yeah, I am I am all off on Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, et cetera. Like just get away. Um, Miles Gaskin, I think so. He's going up against oof. I think they're aren't they going to the Patriots? I want to say that they're about to be playing the Patriots. Uh, so that's no, no, sorry, the Raiders. They're gonna to travel to the Raiders. And the Raiders defense looks pretty good, but I would not. I think that we'll get to it on Thursday, but I think Gaskin might be a sneaky DFS because on DraftKings is full PPR. I think he's going to be sneaky, man, depending on his price. If he's priced still as an RB2, you can't do it, but I'm hoping that he's, his price is like, I don't know, 4,500 or something like that, and you can sneak him in. We'll see. We'll see there. We talked about Dalvin Cook. He limped off. Should be okay. He came back, finished the game, no problem. He always does this. He looks dead. <laughs> they have to like roll his body over, and somehow he's just perfectly fine in ten minutes. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson with the knee injury. I have not seen an update yet. Probably going to miss games, is what my guess would be. And the offense already looked bad. Now you're talking without Deontay Johnson. Maybe you get a little more excited about Juju and Chase Claypool. Juju's look very usable, um, particularly in PPR. Man, this is a bummer. And, I mean, I have Chase Claypool. He's been disappointing. He probably should have been in my disappointing underperformers list. But um, I think you I think you can, I guess, start to take a chance if, if Deontay's out. I mean, Big Ben has looked to Claypool like he's thrown some deep shots in the end zone. It just hasn't connected yet. I think it will connect pretty soon. So I don't mind him being in your flex as kind of that kryptonite, as Mike likes to say on the footballers, you know, slide that in. And, I mean, it's been the Bills and the Raiders, could two good defenses. Now they get to stay at home and play Cincy. So, oh, Devontae. Beast. I, um, I, I saw uh, – I read an article earlier that said that um, it was not a serious – For Deontay? Injury. Oh, yeah. That would be a huge relief. I have so much of Deontay. That would that would be wonderful. And and I think yeah, at so home they said it wasn't serious. So. Oh, that's great. Because at home in week three against Cincy, this is your time. This is the time to pull the trigger on Chase Claypool as your flex. If you're feeling, you know, if, if you want some of that juice, 
I think this is going to be that Steelers game where you, you want all the action. Um, Russell Gage, ankle, whatever. Russell Gage was a total bust. Thankfully, he was kind of a last-round pick in your redrafts. He's nothing. Kyle Pitts is what everybody else besides me thought it was going to be, the PPR monster. Uh, Russell Gage was a total miss. Pitts is a PPR fine tight end. Amari Cooper has bruised ribs. This could be serious. I, I don't think he's going to miss time, but he might be more of a decoy than not these next couple weeks. Um, stock up for CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. You might you might want to really monitor this and try to pick up on whether it's going to be a decoy or not. I'm kind of hoping somehow he's just you know benched really to to recover, but I don't think he will. I think he's going to play. Oh man, it would be. It would be ballsy if you could get off of him and bench him, but you might want to do it. Bruce Ribs is not a joke. Um, they have to host the Eagles on Monday night football. The Eagles have looked legit on defense. Um, that's going to be a really tough one. We'll have to talk more about that on Thursdays, Amari Cooper. Um, Andy Dalton has that knee injury. It's probably going to be Justin Fields, but something to monitor. Daryl Henderson also has rib problem. He had, uh, I saw something recently, it was something like cartilage damage in his ribs, but that the coaches were hopeful for him to play this Sunday. Boy, I hope he plays. I have a lot of Daryl Henderson, and he's looked really good. He's gotten touchdowns. He's gotten receptions. If he sits out, I mean, Sony Michelle is a must-grab waiver target if he's still sitting there somehow. If he was un, you know, undrafted, um, I would spend a decent amount of fab on Sony Michelle if you're desperate, you know, if you're hungry for RB, which everybody is, because cracked cartilage or whatever it was, I don't care if they're hopeful. That sounds rough. That sounds like yeah. shit. Um, yeah, that sounds awful. I mean, Sony Michelle did not look that good coming in, but he's still learning that offense. Um, if Daryl Henderson has to miss two or three weeks, Sony Michelle completely slots in as a very usable RB too. Um, Carson Wentz, both his ankles are are just shredded. Carson Wentz is going to sit out for a while. He is he is easily the he has stolen the most money from the NFL and franchises more than any player. He has been so obscenely disappointing. Carson Wentz, it's a shame. Um, golly, and then here we go with the the San Francisco running backs. Man, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon finally gets his shot after. You know, Mostert goes down, Hasty goes down, and Mitchell goes down. Okay, here comes Sermon. One play, massive concussion. It looked, the hits just looked horrible. They looked right on his dome, and he looked, oh, Aaron Jones has three receiving touchdowns tonight. Oh, my gracious. He is, he is winning people. He is winning people matchups that people have quit and thought that they were done for. Holy crap. After his well, disappointing... He won't, he won't win James's for him. Oh, I did not peek at him in our waiver fire. Is James just getting obscenely blown out? Mm, he just needs him to have a um, better game than Derek Henry had. Well, he's close in any sort because of, he's got... Holy crap, he's just... This is nasty. Although... Green Bay is now officially uh, blowing the Lions out, which is what everybody thought, 28 to 17. Yeah, he needs to have uh, like 10 more. 
needs to get like 16 more. Oh, yeah, he's not getting that. Not when they're getting blown at. Not, not when they're up like this. He's not getting it. This is AJ Dillon time. Um, but Trey Sermon, massive concussion. I would not be surprised if he's not in the lineup next week dealing with this. That's just horrific, man. You're a rookie running back. You get your shot, literally your first carry. You get put into severe agony, you know, brain damage, concussion. It's just awful. It really is awful. Um, Jamichael Hasty of San Francisco, high ankle sprain. They are needing Elijah Mitchell at this point. If you spent all your fab on Elijah Mitchell and you're disappointed with this week, it, you should just keep running with it, man, because his injury was just a shoulder. Apparently he'll be okay. And he is literally the last man left alive there. They are going to rely so heavily on him. So play Elijah Mitchell again. Terod Taylor had the hamstring really sad for the Texans. The Texans have been surprisingly good to start the year. And a lot of it is to Rod Taylor. Now he's got the hamstring. He'll miss a few weeks at least. Davis Mills is the backup. He looked like garbage. And they're about to play the Panthers D. The Panthers D has been legit. The Panthers D is going to be a top five fantasy defense this week, going up against a complete incompetent backup quarterback. Slam the Panthers D. He's absolutely worth, they're absolutely worth waiver priority if you don't have a massive D already. Um, yeah, Texans, it sucks. Brandon Cooks was looking fantastic. Um, Mark Ingram, I guess, was mildly usable, but it was really Brandon Cooks, and you've got to get away from that, unfortunately, for at least a couple weeks. All right, man, let's uh, let's get into your new segment. You've been thinking up of a few segments, and we'll drop them slowly. You know, we don't want to go in too hard, but let's drop the first one and uh, give me a little intro. What's this new segment you got for us? All right, so what's that smell is a segment where we're just gonna take each player and they're gonna walk they're kind of kind of walk by us and we'll we'll waft their their scent in our direction and we'll tell the general public what we're smelling or what it smells like let me do a, a little this is not an official drop but it's just what triggered in my head That's the smell of desire, my lady. God, no, it smells like like a used diaper filled with Indian food. Oh, excuse me. You know, desire smells like that to some people. What is that? It smells like a turd covered in burnt hair. <laughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. Oh. All right, let's let's take I some. I love that. That our our generation, we grew up on stuff like that. So. We quoted Anchorman for about three years for sure. Um, let's get in. Let's be ginger here. Let's take our. Let's like you said. Let's waft. Let's be ginger. Uh, first up on the list, Cordero Patterson has had some surprise. What uh, what kind of vapors are you picking up off, and what's your nostril telling you about Cordero? Mm. Well, he's a big dude, and he's very versatile. We've always known that about him. Always had a little bit of a feeling about him. 
Hmm. He smells like uh like takeout from a Chinese restaurant that you really don't know if it's gonna be good because of maybe like the part of town you got it from or the the way that the restaurant looked. But just because it's a little stinky doesn't mean it's not good and it might be something that you're willing to to go in on if you've got a few extra dollars because it's cheap. It's 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 down the street and it's pretty cheap. Man, you and I are picking up very similar. My my nose immediately went to ramen, where <laughs> you know when once you've like if somebody else is making ramen in the house, that is a very distinguished smell. It's pretty, you know, it's, it's a decent smell. I, I like it, but then you're like, uh, ramen is, is really not very good food. Like it, it, it's, it tastes pretty good, but it's total ass for your body. It's just pure salt. It, you really don't want it, but dude, if you have that first bite, if you just get a little nibble, you, you will finish that bowl if you have any ounce of hunger in your body. So I'm picking up similar and it's absolutely dirt cheap. Just like you said, picking up very similar, similar scent, man. I think there's more value here than you're giving than, than people are giving it credit for. He's looking good. He's looking very skilled with his hands and he can maneuver his body show power. I was in on Mike Davis before the season started. I think Mike Davis is still going to be okay. But Cordero Patterson, for those in PPR leagues and for those that are desperate, like I'm in a 14-team PPR and I'm a little desperate, I will be looking at Cordero Patterson. Um, They have to play, I think, the Giants this week. That's not too easy. I mean, we saw what J.D. McKissick did on Thursday night, but it's not not a very easy matchup. Um, Yeah, there's some value here. I think think you and I are on the same uh, nose wavelength here. Um, Cordero Patterson is somebody to look a little closer in on and don't be hesitant to, to put them on your last spot of your, your, uh, bench. All right. Who's number two. All right. Number two, we got Sterling Shepard to me. Ooh. Sterling kind of smells like, like one of those generic rice bowls, you know, Oh. He's going to get you fed and everything like that. Like a Chipotle bowl or for like a. Sure, sure. But sure. But not your best Chipotle bowl. Like one where the, (laughs) where the, the chicken's a little dried out. Yeah. Maybe they ran out of your favorite kind of salsa. So you got to go for like the backup salsa, something like that. Yeah, But it's not like they don't have toppings. Like you're not going in dry or anything like that. You got cheese. (laughs) That's what she said. And everything like that. Um, but he's gonna he's gonna get you fed, mm-hmm. and and it, it might be uh, it might be one of those days where the the scooper has has like he's gonna give you huge scoops, and that chicken oh. is fresh as hell. Like you never know. Oh. Um. And uh. And at this point in the year, this could become your favorite spot to eat. Mm. It might it might just keep being that good the whole year mm. and Sterling Shepard might be one of your favorite, uh, uh, dinner choices for the rest of the year and sneak his way into the, some sort of top 
24 list. So wow. I never you never know with Sterl here. Oh man, I'm so excited that you have that smell because I I'm picking up different, man. I, I'm I I agreed with you on the getting you full part because the smell I'm picking up is uh is kind of like a like a fettuccine alfredo, you know, with like a little gar it could be a chicken fettuccine alfredo, if you will, but little garnish on top. I mean, it smells great, man, but, and it's going to, it's going to really satisfy you for that first meal. Like you're going to feel, Oh, like I haven't had this in a long time. I feel so damn full. And then if you see it again, it's going to be, it's almost going to be a little nauseating because I personally don't think this is a season long thing. I, I don't know if it's because I just have take lock on Kenny G but I think Kenny G starts to build a bit more rapport, starts to demand more target. I think Saquon also does the same. And if those two things happen, Sterling Shepard is really going to lose a lot of his luster because he is a PPR monster. He is like a 13 target guy right now. If that moves into the seven, eight target range, you're really not going to be satisfied. I mean, he might still be a flex play, but I think that get him while you can play him against the Falcons for sure. Um, and the saints in two weeks, like play him in the interim, get your, get your fettuccine. Holy shit. There's like a storm coming down in green Bay. This looks ugly. The teams are going to want to get off the field quick. Is this another Aaron Jones touchdown right here? Hold on. Pausing on third and goal here. Just cause I want to see Aaron Jones get, you know, Yeah, I, I just think that uh, this is kind of like, you know, Sterling Shepard, he's been the guy for a while. Last last year, they really sucked. Nope, you're you right. You didn't want to have any piece of it last year. Um, and it's, it's definitely not sexy. But that Kenny G on the sideline stuff, that looked ugly. Yeah, he was getting into it with the with the offensive coordinator. You're right. That that looked like some Odell Beckham stuff, and it yeah. looks like the beginning of some Odell Beckham stuff. So oh. I'm not feeling too good about Kenny G right now. Now, sometimes you could be right. Kenny G might be a total head case, tantrum child. But sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Maybe you come out week to uh, next week against the Falcons and you see that shift where they hyper target him, you know, for his cash, Aaron Jones Dunsies. Holy Jesus. He is. That is just disgusting, man. That is just disgusting. Um, is he in? Yeah, he's in. I'm pretty sure I couldn't, I didn't see the name. I'm pretty sure he's in. Oh, is he to hurt though? No. And now we've got the, here we go though. Here, this is, they just flashed to Jared Goff and fantasy one. Oh my God, Aaron Jones, complete beast. But here we go, man. This is, this is what you dream for. If you're a fantasy fan of the lions, if you have Deandre Swift, Hawkinson, um, Jamal Williams, there's still 13 minutes left here and you're down by 17, 18 points. This is where you you see some nastiness again, like NFL people, like it's Monday night, you know, people are probably turning the TV off, whatever. This is what fantasy dreams of right here. The jump time. Jared Goff's about to get at least one more touchdown uh, before this game's out. So fantasy fans are, are staying tuned. 
Oh, but, uh, James James just moved up from a 5% chance to win to a 31% chance to win. So how many points is he down right now? He is down eight points. Eight. Eight with 12 left with slippery rain conditions. It's eight going... Point, uh, Call it 9.99 or no, no, uh, no, uh, 7.99. Oh, so he's eight on the dot. I, I don't think it's going to happen, man. With 12 minutes left, they're up 18. Why endanger him? Get AJ Dillon in. Um, yeah, I don't see it happening. I would put it less than 30%, but, but that would be a fantastic if that happened, you know, near the pod, that'd be killer. All right, so we see a, we see a little difference on Sterling Shepard, but we at least agree on play him now. Put him in your lineups as your wide receiver three or your flex. He he deserves to be in PPR lineups for sure. All right, man, this one this one hurts a little bit to talk about. We've already talked about it a little bit, but what are the fumes coming off of Clyde edwards layer right now? Can you can you navigate through the different uh, different scents for me? Oh, it smells pretty bad. I don't like to be in the same room. Oh, the same room. <laughs> um, give me, give me a dish, man. Ever, what's what's the dish? Have you ever seen oh. one of the? Have you ever had one of those? Like, had one of those people that just like eats on those tuna packets or whatever. Oh, the tuna packet can be a a harsh smell for sure. Those are pretty gross, dude. If anyone has ever <laughs> just eating on the tuna packet that's kind of what it's like because <laughs> they're oh. they're gonna um they're gonna eat it and it's not gonna fuck them up or anything but gross man that smell sucks and get it out of here you should eat that outside <laughs> fish fish probably does need to be eaten outside i will say I've had plenty of tuna packets in my life. And if you have a nice hot toasted bagel and cream cheese, it's, it's not the end of the earth to be slapping some, some packeted tuna on it and, and call it a dish. Um, it's not what you want, but so, so break that smell down for me. I mean, it doesn't smell good, but you said it's not going to kill you. Do you think that you, you keep rolling with Clyde and he's going to, he's going to be okay for you or, do you think you might get a little bit of rancid and, and he's starting to burn your lineup more often than not? No, I mean, especially if you drafted the way I did this year, you're going to want to go with him. You had to pay a second round or third round pick on him and running back is so shallow and you just probably have to go with him. Um, you're, it's going to be, it's going to be horrible. I'm not going to, I, I, all you Clyde owners out there, I'm not going to tell you how to deal with this thing that you've done in drafting him because I, if you listen to this <laughs> podcast and if you care about what I think, I told you not to do it. So, um, <laughs> but I would, if someone's really, really down on Clyde, then I think the baller said it today I, too. Uh, I mean, uh, I wouldn't be, totally opposed to trading for him if they want to trade like some wide receivers for him or something like that, you know, 
with somebody like me, I'm I'm desperate at running back, and things could change. You know, halfway through the year, it might be like a like a Marquise Hollywood Brown type thing with last year, where everyone told you to draft him at the beginning, and then all of the experts told you to drop him. They literally told you, everyone said drop him, and then towards the end of the year, it was like, oops. We're all pretending like we didn't tell you to drop him. We should have him. He's good. You what know? would you what would you say to Adam Thielen versus Clyde Edwards Alaire? Mm. I don't know. I, I'd rather have I'd rather have Thielen. Debo Samuel. I don't know. It's hard for me to put myself in the shoes of a Debo Samuel owner. It is. It's weird. It's like he's... you've got you've gotten this hidden treasure you weren't expecting. You can't be too he... confident. Yeah, he's like he's so fragile. He is. He he gets injured a lot. The smell. The... Another... Good. I remember another time when he was great. You know. Yeah, for sure. The smell I'm on, maybe I'm a little bit more pessimistic even than that. The smell I'm picking up on is like you've gotten this just fantastic whiff of smell coming in the door, like either somebody's cooked dinner or there's takeout at home. And it's just, it smells so damn good. And then you walk in the kitchen and like that you open up the container and there's like two bites left for you. And, and you're just so upset. There might not even be any bites left for you. It's just the remaining fragrance and you you actually can't taste it. I think that's I think that's what this is. <laughs> that's a good one. I think you're just so hat like the there the name is so huge, the offense is so huge, the draft capital, everything smells so right and everything forces you to have him in your lineup. And I just don't know if if you're going to be satisfied. I I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I don't think I don't think you're going to get the home run 30 point games because you're not going to get the 100 yard, you know, two touchdowns, five or seven. I just don't think you're going to get that. Like what you want, what you need is 80 yards and the chance at a touchdown with two receptions. Like you want that 16, 17 points to be regular, not not to have a floor of two points without the high upside i will be if i hadn't shipped chris carson i would be trying to to flip clyde for a running back that's disappointing like would you trade clyde for saquon mm, i'm the clyde owner yep probably yeah i think i'm trying to get saquon as well like I'm going to be trying to go in on some, some a running back that can pop that is disappointing so far because I just don't see it. I, I, that was that was just a miss, I think, for me for, from Clyde. All right, let's see who else do we who are picking up some smells from uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been disappointing, but uh, navigate the the vapors for me. 
Mm. He... he smells pretty good, and, and Ooh. He, he's like a he's like a just like a deli sandwich or something like that. He's mm -hmm. nothing nothing special. He's he's got some fresh bread, but I mean it's just a snack, really. It's not what you. It's not what you were expecting. You 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 came you you came, you came to this restaurant expecting like, maybe like a steak. Right, I was gonna go steak as well. <laughs> you were you were thinking about a steak, or you were thinking about like, uh, you know, like a big like plate of pasta or something like that, but. It's just a, it's a, it's just a sandwich, but it's a, it's an okay sandwich, and and uh, you're gonna tell everyone about how mad you were about the, the being just a sandwich. So, oh, dude, I think that's a fantastic one. Like, I'm with you. I think you, it's like you went into like a steak joint, like you bought in to to get hit that up, hit that steak, and they're like, oh, we're only doing a uh, steak sandwiches for lunch today, and it's like what. I don't want to, I don't want a steak sandwich. Like I, I think that'll be fine, but I want my steak straight up. So I, I think that's exactly the vibes, man. I don't think you're, I think you're disappointed and like, there's probably really not a lot of smell coming off of it. Like I think it's a neutral smell, but I actually think it's going to be pretty good. I think once you like kind of, um, I don't know, make amends with yourself and come to terms I think you're going to be more excited than not. I think he's going to start rushing for more touchdowns. Like he got vultured by Zach Moss. Um, I think Josh Allen is a buy low. Uh, so uh, if you're kind of, if you had one of those middling quarterbacks, like if you're a Tannehill owner and you can somehow try to target Josh Allen with like, I don't know, some low running back that you can try to flip pretty quick. I would be trying to get in on Josh Allen, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah, I agree. All right, so you added a name here, man, and it, it's an important name. Alvin Kamara, top three, top four pick in fantasy drafts. What's that smell? He uh, he kind of stinks a little I bit. I agree. Like it's, yeah. it's, going, it's going stale. It's, uh, it's one of those things where, like, he – He's like uh, someone has tried to serve you food and the food on the plate is all going bad except for the one item. There's Alvin Kamara and he's just sitting in the middle of your plate and he smells okay, but everything all around him is just so disgusting and you need <laughs> to throw it in the trash can, all of it. Um, and... It's not allowing him to succeed because he's awesome. And it's, 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 it could end up just being fine. I mean, I would trade for Alvin Kamara. I think it could get a lot better. Um, but right now, Jameis just looks real bad. And although last week was okay. If I had to pick one of the two weeks to think about, like, to say, like, this is how things are going to be in the future, I would probably bet on this week. I think That's I'm with I'm you, man. Feeling. I, I think you're. 
I think this is, I think the mold has, has just spread. Like you had your beautiful leftovers, you know, it was, it was from a great meal, but maybe you just forgot about it and and you're looking at it. You're like, Oh, this, this is going to hit right. Like, I'm so glad I still have this. And then you notice the mold man at the bottom of the container and you're just like, fuck. And you're like, can I, can I just like, chisel off this other side is that okay and then then you just feel revolted at yourself and you're like no and and you toss it you toss it all and it's it's just a waste it it, it hurts so bad because you know that like if that other side hadn't got infected if it didn't have that blue nasty that you'd be so satisfied even with half half the portion but you've got to toss it all you've got to toss it all and yeah He's not a bench. You can't bench him, but it, it could be really, really disappointing, man. I mean, let me let me pull up. So they're they're playing the Giants in two weeks. Let me see who the let me see what the this I don't even know who the Saints are playing this week. This coming week is uh they gotta they gotta travel to the Patriots, man. They have to travel to the Patriots, they have to then play Giants. Then they have to go to Washington. This is going to be brutal, man. That sounds Kamara, awful. Kamara get, get ready is to going trade to, for him. Oh, I would be trying to unload for sure because he's going to actively lose you. Oh, man, it's going to get really ugly before it gets better for sure. Just wait till the Kamara owner gets really down on his luck. Oh, absolutely, dude. In three weeks after he gets shook up by Washington – Go and in snag Kamara because it, it'll be fine in the long term. But these next three weeks, it could be ugly. All right, all right well, I've got to tell you who this last guy and what right, he smells like. Talk me through this last guy. Uh, it smells like you 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 peed in your pants. Oh, and you what sat is there it? for a little while. Oh, because I was about to say, like, what does what does peeing your pants even smell like? I mean, if you're like, pit, I, guess, I don't know, just piss, like, just smells like piss. <laughs> like, if you're really dehydrated, then you're going to be picking up some odors. But usually, you should be able to shed, you know, shed that weight. And but, but, good lord, you're having to sit in it. Yeah, you're just you're just pit, pissing and sitting. We're talking about AJ Brown, by the way. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> to say. Damn, dude, you're sitting in piss with AJ Brown? Like that's not just that's not that's not just smell. That's that's that tactile feedback. That's that visual stimulus. Like those are all the sensory alarms going way off on AJ Brown, dude. Did I lose you? Oh yeah, I muted a little bit. Oh, sorry. Damn, dude, a, you're in harsh shape there with AJ Brown. Yeah, I'm. I'm a Tannehill uh, owner, and I just I'm pulling the alarm here. I, if 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 things get better for uh, uh for this team, I don't think it's going to be at the benefit of some third round draft pick wide receiver like your ADP is not going to get paid for here mm. um Julio Jones ADP might get paid for he uh but he's probably about the place that you should have drafted AJ Brown which you you couldn't have he he just didn't go he didn't drop that far 
the lofty expectations for him are just they're too much i mean uh his his perform how 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 has he been performing aj brown yeah aj brown has 22 points in full ppr so far so he's averaged 11 ppr points it's not great it's not great yeah i guess that's not the worst not the absolute but, worst. It's, it's sad one of those for, things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad that I ended up with uh, with McLaurin. Oh, this for one. sure. Yep. Um, instead of him, that's another third rounder. Um, I'm glad I ended up with Lamb in this other league instead oh, of him. Absolutely. Um, and then what about the the old Megalobol? Uh, Jefferson. I'm, yeah, we'll, okay. we'll see about Jefferson. We'll see about Jefferson. Yeah, we'll see. He he was good this last week, but Osborne is still taking. Jefferson's an interesting uh, smell for sure. That would be a tough one to navigate. I'm a little bit more optimistic on AJ Brown. I think that he. I think this is just an early season funk for the uh, Titans. They're still working out Julio's involvement in the offensive line, but. But A.J. Brown is such a physical beast specimen. Now, I will say he is dealing with injury, as always, his ankles or whatever. Um, He had a lot of drops, uh, so that hurts. But he's just an absolute beast, Um, you know, untackleable in space. I I think he's going to be okay. I'm not sure exactly what smell. I think the smell is worse than the taste. So maybe it's like a, uh, oh, I don't know, man. What's, what's a kind of off-putting smell? Like maybe, maybe it's kind of like some taco where it's, it's kind of what smelling. About, uh, what about Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. It could be, yeah, it could be a vegetable. That, that's a good one, man. It could be vegetable. It could be roast vegetables, oven bake, something where it's coming off. It's like, uh I mean, I know it's good for me, like, and it actually does taste pretty good when, when you combine it with some yummies. But yeah, it's it's a little bitter in the nostril. That that's a great call, man. I think that's the vibe I'm getting. That, but once you start eating it and you're co- comboing it with your rice and your roast chicken or whatever, like it really does make a good meal. I'm I'm a little bit more in on it. So, I told you I got Kelsey for Carson and Hollywood Brown. This guy also traded away AJ Brown for Robert Woods and Noah Fant. What do you think about that? Robert Woods has been disappointing as well. Noah Fant has been good and will probably continue to be good. What do you think about AJ Brown for Robert Woods and Noah Fant? Mm. I feel like it's somewhat fair. Yeah, I think it's I think that was a good trade. Like he had Kelsey, but then of course he he traded me Kelsey. So I think Robert Woods and Fant, that's that's about right. I mean, Woods has been disappointing and, and honestly probably will continue to be disappointing, but making up with Fant, because I think Fant's gonna be a top five tight end. I'm I'm really excited by Fant. All right. I got before we before we close out, I got an either or for you for my Megalobowl lineup next week. So this is this is a little taste of our um Tough decisions. We have not named this uh, section yet, but we're going to be doing some sort of tough decisions, sit start kind of thing. Yeah. 
All right. Who so, are you having to do? You got J.D. McKissick. All right. Let me see. Uh, Washington football team. I can't remember who they're playing. Okay. Where, who are they playing? They are going to be traveling to Buffalo Bills, which that, the Bills have looked great on defense. So not liking McKissick so far. This is a half-point PPR as well, so yeah. not great. I would probably not play McKissick if I could avoid it. Or Melvin Gordon. Ooh, that should be just fine. Um, let me see what I got for them. Broncos, oh, they, they're at home, but it is the Jets. Uh, Damian Harris just looked pretty good against the Jets, but that was, you know, Damian Harris has basically all the work. Melvin Gordon is splitting with Javante Williams. Give me Melvin Gordon, though, definitely, against McKissick. The lineup next week is Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb, Melvin Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, Logan Thomas, Justin Jefferson, Nelson Aguilar, and either him or Cole Beasley, so. Nelson Aguilar is is a tough one to be sitting in the flex there. And Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas, he had, whoa, he had five receptions last week with Taylor Heineke. That's not bad. Five receptions for 45 yards. That's a fine tight end output. So, yeah, I would probably keep rolling with them. Um, Steelers D. Especially if you already have. Logan Thomas, I would not be playing McKissick. I'm not going to double down on that offense against the Bills. Um, Steelers' defense is interesting. They lost a lot of their defensive pieces this week. And now, um, let me see, who, who are they going up against this week? It's the Bengals. Joe Burrow threw a lot of picks this week. I would Typically, you would think the Steelers are going to be just a smash defensive play, but Man, they lost a lot of pieces. It might be worth keeping it on our radar about where they're at. Jared Goff just went for 22 rushing yards. That's fantastic right there. You'd love that. But um, hmm, interesting choice there at, at the flex with Nelson Aguilar or Cole Beasley. That, that's rough, man. I would have hoped for better, but uh, it is what it is. The rest of the lineup seems like the tits, though. All right, man. That was an absolute blast. We, we tried we tried our best to condense it. It still lasted well over an hour, but it's just so much to get through after Sunday uh, Sunday football. And it's just so much fun, man. I can't help myself from talking fantasy, but uh, I loved it. And uh, tune in on Thursday night for our DFS pod. Yep. See you next week.